This is Grumpy SEO Guy, episode 31. How to do SEO if you don't have access to or can't afford to build a private blog portfolio. You're listening to Grumpy SEO Guy, the SEO podcast that doesn't waste your time with nonsense that doesn't work. I'm the Grumpy SEO Guy, and I'm sharing with you the strategies that have helped me successfully run my SEO agency for the last 14 years. In this podcast, I'll be sharing my knowledge and experience, discussing tips and strategies, and trying to help you cut through the confusion that permeates this industry. If you listen to this podcast, you will know more about SEO than 99% of people on the planet. Ready? Let's get started. Okay, guys, a couple of announcements before this episode actually starts. Okay, announcement one. As some of you know, I'm kind of active on Reddit. My username is Grumpy SEO Guy, but I also have a subreddit now, which is r slash Grumpy SEO Guy. So if you want to talk about the podcast or ask questions, I have a thread there where you can make requests for future episodes. If there's certain things that you want me to cover, go ahead, come say hi. We would love to hear from you. Announcement number two. If you like this podcast and want to support it, I have a Patreon, which you don't have to subscribe if you don't have any money or if you hate this podcast and think it's the worst thing on the planet, probably don't subscribe. But if you're getting help from it, if it's benefiting you, if it's teaching you SEO and you're learning more from it than you learn from any other website, course, seminar, or guru paid or free, and you would like to contribute, you can go to patreon.com slash grumpy SEO guy. It would be appreciated, but you don't have to. Anyway, speaking of money, let's get on to this episode and talk about how to do SEO when you don't have any money. Okay, on with the episode. I'm the grumpy SEO guy. Let me tell you why I'm grumpy today. I'm grumpy today because SEO can actually be kind of challenging if you don't have the money for it. Look, everything that we've talked about has been like, build your own portfolio of authoritative blogs, which you should, or 99% of backlink sellers are scammers, which is correct, they are. But we haven't really talked about how to do SEO for free because honestly, usually you have to pay to get authority and authority is the reason that you rank. So today we're going to talk about how to do it for free. But before we do that, my lawyer tells me that I have to say this right now. A quick disclaimer before we get started, everything I say here is based on my experience and opinion from 14 years in the industry. I don't officially know how Google or any other search engines work. Everything I say here is hypothetical and based on my experience. This podcast does not constitute advice or services. What worked for me may or may not work for you. Okay, back to the show. And I do want to state before we get into this, this does not work as well as it did a decade ago, okay? Um, But... It will still work a bit and it will be probably, you know, more effective than doing nothing. And the concept that I'm going to explain in this episode will still help you. Okay. So we're going to talk about how to do SEO for free. Just to be clear again, even though I just said it, this is not as effective as it used to be. And this is not as effective as using backlinks from authoritative websites. Okay. This is no competition for something like a PBN or a portfolio of authoritative blogs, okay? It's not. So don't email me and say, Grumpy SEO guy, I did the thing that you said, and I'm still being outranked by people who are using PBNs. Of course you are, because that's the most effective way to do it. But this is still kind of helpful, so I'm going to explain it. So we used to use a strategy very similar to this a long time ago, Um, but we relatively quickly moved into the authoritative blogs area instead because it's it's better and easier and more effective 
and all the things. You know, there's a reason we stopped doing it this way, but I'm still gonna explain to you. So basically what you're gonna do is you're going to build your own portfolio, except instead of authoritative blogs, they're gonna be web 2.0s. Okay, now the first thing I said was this is not as effective as it used to be, and there's a couple reasons for that. So we're going to mention those reasons first, okay? Because I think this is important. Reason number one, you know, 10 or 12 years ago, there were a lot more available Web 2.0 sites. And by the way, Web 2.0 is like WordPress.com, okay? It's a website where you can build your own website or your own blog. Now, I'm not talking about putting WordPress on your own site. I'm talking about creating a blog on WordPress.com. So it's like you.wordpress.com or like the name of your blog.wordpress.com, okay? I hope you understand the difference. So one of the reasons that this was way more effective a long time ago was there were a lot more web 2.0 sites than there are now. Most of them got shut down or purchased by someone else or have other concerns where you can't use them for this purpose anymore. Do you want to know why? Those of you who listen to my show should know why. The reason is because spammers were abusing it. That's the reason everything changes on the internet, by the way. We've gone over this before. Let's go over it again. What are some things that spammers have abused and they don't work anymore? Forum profile backlinks, blog comment backlinks, .info domains, PR. When I say that, I mean Google PR page rank that is now secret because spammers were taking advantage of it. Okay, what is something else that spammers have taken advantage of? Using your keywords in the anchor text too much, which is why we now have over-optimization penalties. Okay. All of those things used to work really well, even though blog spam and forum profile spam were, were stupid to begin with, but they still worked. Like we never did them, but they still worked, okay? All of those things, you can't do any of those things anymore. Why? Because spammers did too much of it and now they don't work anymore because search engines changed their algorithms and now you can't do them anymore. So anyway, all these web 2.0 sites were basically, I mean, people were using them for blogs, but they were also completely being taken advantage of by people in the SEO industry. So I'm still gonna tell you how to do it, but just know that instead of having like around a dozen to choose from, you have very few to choose from. Okay, so why is that a problem? Well, if you have, let's say 10, we had 10 selections that we could use, okay? Well, that would give you at least 10 different domains to get links from before you had to start repeating them, okay? But now, if there's only a few, well, you only have, let's say there's only like three. I know WordPress is still around, you know, but some of the other ones, um, anyway. So that's the first reason that this is less effective than it used to be. Actually, there's three reasons now that I think about it. Okay, I'm gonna tell you what the other reasons are. Reason number two is because a lot of these websites knew they were being used to build backlinks. And so now it's very difficult to get them indexed. Let me give you an example. There is one web 2.0 website that we used to use and it was fine. It was fine for a long time. And then one day they no longer would index it unless it had at least five blog posts. Well, let's think about that. If you're doing this for a client, they basically just 5X'd the price that you have to charge that client because instead of writing one blog post, you have to write five blog posts. Anyway, it's more difficult in some cases to get your web 2.0 blogs indexed. So that's another thing that makes it more difficult. And finally, their value as far as providing link juice has been lessened. Why? 
because spammers were taking advantage of them. If you used to be able to rank a website by, for example, creating free WordPress.com blogs, well, what do you think the search engines are going to do? They're going to reduce the link juice that you get from a WordPress.com blog. Okay, now we've talked about all this. Now let's start talking about how to actually do it. Okay, now there's one more thing that I didn't even mention. And this is another thing that makes it harder. So all of these Web 2.0 sites, what do you need to make one? You need an email address. Okay, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but it's hard to get a free email address these days. And by free, I don't mean you have to pay for it. Maybe I should say it differently. It's hard to get an email address that you don't need to give them a phone number or something for. Like if you sign up for most of the major email providers, you're gonna need to give them a phone number. I don't know about you, I don't wanna give out my cell phone number just to get an email address, just to make some free blogs on the internet. So there are some websites that exist where you can get a free email address. However, that doesn't even solve the problem. Do you wanna know why? Because some web 2.0 sites won't accept email addresses from free email providers. I know, it's like every time you're trying to do the thing, there's another reason you can't do the thing. Like, it's annoying. We used to use Yahoo email addresses back in the day because they were easy to create and like free. But then one day we tried to make a Yahoo email address and we please enter a phone number. Uh, yeah, no, I, no, that's not gonna happen. And so people, I'm just, I'm just mentioning this because somebody's gonna, somebody's gonna ask this or somebody's gonna say, well, you can get those free uh, temporary phone numbers on the internet. No, they don't work. We tried them. Like you get a temporary phone number that lasts for like a, like five or 10 minutes or something, right? And they send you your confirmation code and then you can create the email address. Yeah, it didn't work. Like I got exactly zero confirmation codes when I tried to do that. I don't know, your experience might be different, but you know what? It totally did not work for me. So finally, finally, you find some emails where you can actually make an email address for free, right? Except then when you try to create like the, the web 2.0 account, it's like no free email addresses allowed or some nonsense like that. So I don't know guys, I don't know what to tell you on this. I would search around, look, Look, I, okay, I'll be honest with you. I wish I could just give you a list of like free email accounts, but honestly, I, I, I really don't know of very many. So right now I know of a place where you can get a free email address, okay? Can't use Yahoo, they need a phone number. Can't do Hotmail, they need a phone number. We used to use Yandex Mail. Nope, need a phone number. We used to use Mail.com. They need a phone number. Can't use any of these anymore. Um, anyway, there's a place I know of that will still give you a free email address, okay? And it's called tutanota.com. Now I might not be pronouncing that right. I have no idea, but it's T-U-T-A-N-O-T-A.com. Tutanota. I, 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 again, I don't even know what that is, but tutanota.com. You can make a free email address there. So I would start with that one. Unfortunately, you're gonna have to do a little bit of research here on your own. I apologize. I do like to give you all of the answers, but I don't have the answers right now. So I, I apologize. This is going to be annoying for you. But if you find some, let me know and I will mention them in a future episode maybe. Okay, here's the problem. Most free email accounts, you need to have a phone number and or a credit card. Now, let's not worry about the credit card yet. Phone number, I'm not gonna give up my phone number, so I don't expect you to either. There are some where you get a free trial. Okay, that's fine. You wanna know why? Because you don't really need to keep these email addresses. You just need them to sign up at the web 2.0s and then you 
then maybe like confirm your account and then that's it. Like you don't need the email address anymore after that. So who cares if it's a free trial? If it's like a week or something, like who cares? It's a, it's a, it's a free email. You literally never use it after you create the accounts. Here's the other problem. Every time you create more than one account at the same site, you're going to need a different email address. So you go to wordpress.com and you create your free WordPress blog. And then you want to create another WordPress blog. Well, you need to do another email address. So by the way, I'm sure you figured this out by now, but the reason you can't get free email addresses anymore is because spammers ruined it. Spammers are always ruining everything if you haven't figured it out yet. That's why old SEO strategies don't work anymore. That's why I can't even get a free email address. How annoying. Anyways, you have your free email address and you're ready to get started. Okay. So I talked about how there were a lot more Web 2.0s in the past and you can't really do them anymore. So I'm just, I'm just gonna mention some of them for fun, okay? So one of them was called Zanga, I think. I, I, I'm not sure how to say it, but it's xanga.com. And uh, I don't think you can make free blogs there anymore. I mean, you can check it out if you want. I, I, don't, I don't know. I just went to the website and it doesn't look like you can make free blogs anymore. So I don't know what to tell you, but uh, okay. So I went and I just checked on some web 2.0 sites to see if you can still make free blogs on them. Cause I didn't want to tell you to go do it and not tell you how to do it. And I also wanted to make sure it was still possible cause a lot of them have changed to a paid model. So I have six, it's not a lot. It's not the dozen web 2.0 sites that we used to use, but that's at least six more sites that will be linking to you than are currently linking to you. So don't worry, I'm gonna explain, after I give you the site names, I'm going to explain how to set them up. Like I'm not gonna walk you through the process, but I'm gonna tell you how to configure them and stuff. Okay, the first one is, and I, I can't promise these are gonna work, okay? I just went to the websites and I checked if you could make accounts and I checked if it was free and if you needed a phone number. So I don't know, I don't, I, don't, I can't guarantee they're gonna work. Number one, LiveJournal, LiveJournal.com, all right? Go to LiveJournal, click join free at the top, and then you gotta set up all your things. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty straightforward. Um, number two, over-blog.com. It's called overblog, but there's a dash. It's over-blog. You can create a free blog there. Now, the website is in French. I don't speak French, but I was able to find my way around the website. So I hope that helps. If not, I guess you could just run it through a translation program. But overblog, remember with a dash, over-blog.com, I think you can make free free websites there. Okay, the next one is called Weebly, W-E-E-B-L-Y.com, Weebly.com. Same thing. So you go to Weebly.com, click on create your website in the middle, and you can make a free web 2.0 blog there. Okay, next one. The next one is called webnode, W-E-B-N-O-D-E, webnode.com. Go to webnode.com, click up in the corner, create a website, click it, name your website. Now, remember, these are all subdomains. These aren't actually your own domains. Why? Because you don't have to pay for them. If you want your own domain, you have to pay for it. If you wanna do it for free, you need to use a subdomain. Anyway, webnode.com. Then of course you've got WordPress, wordpress.com. Probably know how that one works. But if you don't, you just go to wordpress.com and click on get started. Okay, the last one. The last one is called Jimdo, J-I-M-D-O, jimdo.com. 
So go to jimdo.com and you click start free and then you can make a free website there. Okay, that was six. We've got LiveJournal, livejournal.com over dash blog, O-V-E-R dash B-L-O-G.com, weebly.com, W-E-E-B-L-Y.com, webnode.com, W-E-B-N-O-D-E.com, wordpress.com, W-O-R-D-P-R-E-S-S.com, and jimdo.com, J-I-M-D-O.com. Okay, let's go over some rules for these. And I just want to state again, I just want to state again, these are not as good as using a PBN or a portfolio of authoritative blogs. It's not, okay? Why? Because these are brand new websites you're going to be creating that are going to have very minimal authority, okay? But they're still going to help, especially if you do contextual backlinks from the content. Now, I can't guarantee you that any of these will ever get indexed because I haven't used them in a while and I don't know if they are being indexed anymore. I'm sure, like, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are, probably eventually. But let's go over some rules for these blogs, okay? I would recommend at least five posts per blog, okay? Don't go and make a web node account and then create your free web 2.0 blog and then put like one post on it and then you're done. Okay, because would that ever happen organically? No, why would there ever be a website with one post that links to someone? Don't do it that way, that's a bad idea. I would put at least five posts on it, okay? At least five. You could do more, but I would do at least five. I would also not link to your website from the first post. Seems a little suspicious. I mean, you can, like honestly, if you're making like a lot of them, you could every once in a while, but don't link from the first post on all of them. That is a dumb idea, don't do it that way. Okay, general guidelines are basically the same as if you are using a portfolio of authoritative blogs. So we're gonna create at least five posts on these. You're going to make each post at least 400 words, but probably longer. And don't make them all exactly 400 words. Okay, why? Why? Would there ever be a blog where every post is exactly 400 words? No, of course not. I mean, like, like maybe somebody would do that, right? As a theme, but like, don't. Like, don't. That's a bad idea. Vary it. You know what? If one's 400, make the next one like 600. Make one 700. Make one 500. I don't know. Mix it up, okay? Your content needs to vary and it needs to be natural and normal, okay? So don't have them all short. You could get away with using like 200 word blog posts, but that's pretty spammy. I probably would not do it that way. I would err on the side of more content rather than a smaller amount of content, okay? Okay, let's do it that way. So like five posts, okay? Five posts. Okay, next thing you have to do. Oh, I forgot to tell you, sorry. Don't post all five posts at once. Spread them out, okay? Five posts all on the same day, that looks weird, especially if there's never any more posts after that, okay? Spread them out. Put a day or two in between them. I don't know, but don't have them all like at the same time. Anyways, number two, you want your backlinks to be contextual. No sidebar links. Don't have any weird links that don't seem like they would naturally occur. The links should be contextual. What does that mean? It means they're in the content, blah, 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 blah. And check out this site, right? Where like this site is the anchor text. And we have an episode on anchor text. It's uh, it's episode, it's episode 29. Go listen to it if you're not sure what that means. But your link should be in the, in the content. And 
On that note, go listen to episode 30 because it's going to explain relevancy and even more reasons why Anchor Text is important and how to use it. So go listen to episode 30 if what I said doesn't make any sense. Okay, what else should you do? Now, this next step is optional. Back in the day, when we used to do this for our clients, just telling you, we would link, and by the way, do not do this with a PBN. Do not do this with a portfolio of authoritative blogs, okay? But in the case of Web 2.0s, we would link from each of the websites contextually to zero, one, or two of the other sites that we were building, okay? It was a way to help like get slightly more authority, but also help them be found and be indexed. Because if one page is found and it links to another site, well, that site has an improved chance of becoming indexed. Why? Because now the search engines know about it. Okay, the last thing to do, and I, I don't, you guys, I'm gonna be totally, totally transparent with you. I don't know if this step is even necessary anymore. We used to do it on every single blog that we built, but basically what you have to do is something called pinging the blog. Now you don't need to do this if you have a PBN, well, if, if you have a correctly set up PBN because your site should already be indexed. Same thing with the private blog portfolio. You should not have to do this. But if you're building web 2.0s that no one in the world knows about because you just built it, you should ping the blog when you're done with the website. Basically just alerts the search engines that there's a new website that exists. Okay, there's a website that I used to use called pingomatic.com. Now, let me just say again, I don't know if this is necessary. I don't know if this website still works. It's still online. I would assume it still works, but I don't even know if you have to do this anymore, but I would do it. Pingomatic.com. P-I-N-G-O-M-A-T-I-C.com, pingomatic.com. There's another one that I found like five seconds ago because I was literally just looking for this right now called Pingler, P-I-N-G-L-E-R, pingler.com. So what you do is you go to these websites, you paste the URL of your site into the little bar, and then you click the button that says ping and it will ping all these sites. Again, I don't know if this is necessary anymore. I've not done web 2.0s for many years, but probably probably would be a good idea to do it because otherwise, I don't know if they're ever going to get indexed or not. I don't know. Like we used to get all of them indexed all the time when we would do it. But like I said, you know, stuff has kind of changed a little bit since back when we used to do these. So I don't know. Okay. Basically, the rules though, it's, it's, it's exactly the same as what you're doing with private blog portfolio. Okay. What are you doing? You're making legitimate looking websites that have actual quality content on them that are providing link juice and relevancy to your client's website. Okay, now, what is relevancy? Relevancy is, and by the way, there's literally an episode on this topic. Go listen to episode 30. But relevancy is just what is the content of your website? What 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 classification does your website fall under? Okay? Like and one of the ways I, I I'm trying to I'm trying to keep this explanation short so I don't make an entire other episode. Listen. Go listen to episode 30. Relevancy just means what what is this what is the focus of your website? What is the topic of your website? Okay. Like, how should your website be classified when somebody searches for a certain thing? Should it appear in those results or not? And then of course it will rank based on how much authority it has. But if it's even if it's even considered, that's relevancy. Okay. Is your website if somebody searches for blue widgets, is your website even considered 
to appear in the results, okay? If it is, that's because you have relevancy for blue widgets. If not, it's because you do not have relevancy for blue widgets. And then where it appears in the results is going to depend on the amount of authority. So let's kind of go over this really quickly. Number one, try and find a free email. If you've got an older email address like that you're not using, like maybe you have an old, you know, Yahoo address or like Hotmail or Gmail or something from like back in the day that you don't care about, I'd probably be cautious about using Gmail with this because, you know, it's Google. I'm kind of paranoid. But worst case scenario, and I'm not saying do this, depend, well, you can only do this if you live in America. I don't know about Europe, but go buy like a $10 phone at the store and just use its phone number that literally it's like $10 and buy like, buy like, buy like $10 and like a half hour's worth of airtime or whatever, like the lowest amount you can buy is. So then you can just use that phone to complete the email address registration. Anyways, so you get your email. Okay. Then you're going to go to the six websites and there might be more, like there might be more. I don't know. I stopped looking at six because that's sufficient. You got the, you got the idea. And I checked, I checked some of the old ones that we used to use and they're like not online anymore or they've been bought out. For example, one of them was called blog.com, right? Like that's pretty straightforward, right? Like blog.com, but it's no longer blog.com. It redirects to this other company and they do something different. So can't use that one anymore. And I told you about zanga.com. I mean, their website is still there, but I didn't see a place to build a website on it. Maybe you can, I don't know, but I'm sure you can find more. I would literally search for things like build a free blog or free web 2.0 sites or something like that. I don't know. Um, hopefully this is helpful. So anyways, get your free email. Then you create those free web 2.0 sites. Okay, cool. Then you put like at least five posts on all of them. Okay. And then what do you do? Then you ping them, right? And I gave you two sites that you can use to ping them. Pingomatic.com and Pingler. So you've created your five posts, one of which has a contextual backlink to your client's website. Not all of them, one of them, one of them. Don't put links on all of them. You don't get extra link juice that way. You just look like you're doing something spammy, okay? One of the posts, probably not the first one, but mix it up, have the second one, the third one on another website, the fifth one on another website, and so on, okay? Mix it up, do it that way. And then once your blogs are done, oh, by the way, I maybe should have said this earlier. I, if possible, would try to put a picture in each of the blog posts, like a relevant picture. Why? Because it makes the website look cooler. And in the event that you get evaluated by a human, it's going to make your website look more authentic. Okay. Who does text only blogs? Like, I don't know. It's not, it, it doesn't seem as, it doesn't seem as like serious, right? Like who's my text only blog? I, I don't know. Like probably just, you don't have to. Cause you're going to be like, Oh, it takes more effort. Sure does. But, but I don't know. You're trying to make an authentic looking website, right? So probably just do it that way. And then, um, let's see what else. Okay. We used to link from each blog to one or two or none of the other blogs. Okay. And if you're doing this more than once, make sure that you change it up a little bit. Okay. Don't always link from the same sites to the same sites. Like for example, Let's say you build six websites, okay? I'm not gonna name them again. I'm just call them one, two, three, four, five, and six. Maybe website one only links to the client's website. Website two links to the client's website, but it also links to website one, okay? Website three links to the client's website, and it also links to website one. Website four 
links to the client's website, and it links to website three and website two, and so on. And make all the links contextual and put them in different posts. And if you can't think of a contextual, I don't even want to say this because people are going to overdo it and they're going to do it for every single post. But if you can't think of a way to link your blogs together, you should probably go back and listen to episodes three, four, and five where I explain how contextual linking works. But if not, I'll just tell you, if you cannot think of a way that sounds natural, just be like, so-and-so said such and such. And then like so-and-so is like whatever their name is, right? So maybe the name that you created for the blog, okay, is like is like Mike's blog. I don't know. I literally just picked that name. Oh, by the way, give everybody different names, okay? So like Mike's blog, right? And then on a different website, you can say Mike posted blah, 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 and link from Mike posted. That's the anchor text. Mike posted to Mike's website. That's how you link them together. I don't know how to be clearer than that. So hit rewind if that doesn't make sense. You want contextual links. All your links have to be contextual. That means in the content. Okay. Now we're talking about anchor text and we already have like at least two episodes on that. So you should go listen to them, but you want to use the same anchor text variations as you would on a PBN or a private blog portfolio. So some of your links should have the keywords that you're trying to rank for, but most of them shouldn't. Okay, what else do you need to know? Once you build those six websites, and I'm saying six because I gave you the names of six websites to use. If you can't find any more free web 2.0s to use, what you do is make another email address and then repeat the whole process again, okay? So now you've got live journal number two over over blog number two, and remember that's over dash blog and so on, okay? Now, you can still link the sites from the second group to the first group. You gotta keep, you got you gotta mix it up and keep the linking completely random, okay? Never repeat a structure ever, okay? And this will make more sense when you put it in a spreadsheet or something because you should be keeping track of what websites link to where and all the things and all your usernames and passwords because you don't wanna get confused and you don't wanna lose them. And if you ever wanna change anything, You'll want access to all of that information. Okay, I hope this was helpful. I don't know if it was. I don't even know how well this works anymore, but if you absolutely don't have any money, this is the way to begin doing SEO. I'm just gonna say this again because I know somebody's gonna email me and say, I'm not at the top of page one and I get the web 2.0. It's not as effective as a PBN, okay? But if you don't have any access to a PBN, and you don't currently have the funds to build your own, this is the only other way that you can do this kind of thing. Okay, another thing, because I know that somebody is gonna ask, well, how many Web 2.0 sites can I make? Great question. As many as you want, as long as you never duplicate any of them on the same email address, okay? So you might be creating one or two or three or four or 10 or 20 or however many email addresses you want because each time you create a new email address, you can make those brand new web 2.0 sites, okay? I don't know another way to explain it. I don't even know how effective this is. So, but if you only do six or whatever, cause I, I'm, and I'm saying six because I mentioned six websites. Again, there's probably more. I just, these are the only six that I know of right now. If you only do six, it's probably not going to help. But I bet if you did 18 or 36, okay, and yes, it takes a while, I bet you might get some results. Maybe not. I actually have no idea. But if six doesn't do it, 
keep going. Same way as with any other backlinks. If you buy a private blog portfolio package and it doesn't work, you buy more. That's how SEO works. You don't know ahead of time how many links you need or anything ever. By the way, stop asking me that question. The answer is I don't know. Probably more than you have now. That's the answer. The way SEO works and nobody, I, on, I honestly think nobody except me will tell you this truthfully. The way SEO works is this. You do stuff that works, like getting backlinks, and you keep doing it until you're at the top. That might be five backlinks. That might be 5,000 backlinks. Nobody knows ahead of time. I don't know. Any other SEO agency in the world doesn't know. Any other scammy backlink provider doesn't know. Nobody knows. But generally, the way we handle our clients, I could do an episode on this, but I'm just going to summarize it now. The way we deal with our clients is we generally start with a smaller package. Why? Because who wants to spend more money than they need to? If it doesn't work and there's no penalties on their site, the reason is because their competition is too good at SEO compared to where they are right now. If it does work, if we get a little bit of movement, right? Well, that's proof of concept. That means it works. The solution is to build more backlinks. That's how it works. If you build backlinks and you get some positive movement, that literally means that it's working. The answer is to build more backlinks. I don't know why people don't understand this, but you understand it now. So anyway, look. Nobody knows ahead of time. I can't tell you how many backlinks you need. I can't tell you what websites you need them from. I can't tell you anything. And neither can literally anybody else because people don't have that information. I've mentioned this numerous times, but SEO does not work that way. So in conclusion, if you don't have the funds at the moment to build or rent a private blog portfolio, what you need to do is build some free Web 2.0 sites because it's better than not doing anything at all. Okay, I hope this was helpful. Let me know if you have any questions about building free Web 2.0 websites for SEO purposes. Oh my gosh, there's one thing that I forgot to add and I'm gonna say it now rather than going back and putting it in the middle of the episode somewhere. How quickly should you do it? I would say, no matter how many you're building, do not build more than two or three sites per day, okay? So let's say you're gonna build six, okay? You're gonna build six websites. You're gonna use every website that we talked about one time, okay? Take like two or three days at least to do it. You know what, if you wanna put some time in the middle where you build zero sites, you should do that too. So for example, this is just an example schedule. Don't follow this exactly, especially not on every single site. Day one, you build one site. Day two, you build two sites. Day three, you build one site. On day four, you don't build any sites. And then on day five, you build two more sites. That's your six websites. That's for creating them. Don't put all the posts on the same day either. Spread them out as well. But I'm just saying, you gotta do it this way because why? If you do all of them at once, well, that looks a little bit spammy, doesn't it? So take your time, think. What would a normal blog do? Would a normal blog post content periodically? It would. Would a normal blog post a million posts all at once and then never post again? No, of course not. That's how you have to do it. The normal way, not the million posts all at once. Oh, okay. And another thing that I forgot to mention, but I'm going to mention now because this is very important. Do not confuse what we are talking about in this episode okay, the web 2.0 blogs, do not confuse this with a private blog portfolio, okay? What do I mean by that? 
you build one group of Web 2.0 sites per website. Okay. When you have a private blog portfolio, you can get a lot of clients, right? You can link from some sites to one client, from other sites to other clients, and so on. When you're building Web 2.0 sites, you build one collection of Web 2.0 sites per client. You do not build to multiple client websites from the same Web 2.0s. Does that make sense? Let's say you build six websites, like we were just talking about. So the six that I mentioned, you build one blog on each of those. Those only link to one client. You do not link to more than one client from those same sites. Then if you build six more for the same client, they link to the same client. You can build as many as you want, but each site can only link to one client. Don't try to make a Web 2.0 portfolio and start selling links to clients. It's not going to work. Web 2.0s don't work the way PBNs work, okay? So don't don't think that you're going to make like your your free PBN by using web 2.0s. It doesn't work that way. One group of web 2.0s, which can be whatever number of sites you want. It can be one. It can be six. It can be a million. I don't care. But each group of them only links to one client. And of course, they can link to other sites in your little um, network of PBNs or, you know, whatever you want to call it. But I just want to say that one grouping of Web 2.0 sites, no matter how many it is, per client. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review. It would really help the show out. I hope this episode was helpful. If you have any questions or want to suggest a subject for a future episode, you can contact me on Reddit. My username is Grumpy SEO Guy. You can visit the Grumpy SEO Guy subreddit, or you can email me at hello at grumpyseoguy.com. If you email me, please either whitelist my email address or check your junk folders because I've been told that my replies are going into the junk folder and it's probably because we're talking about things like SEO and backlinks and I think those words will classify an email as spam. And if you want to support the podcast because it's the best source of SEO information on the planet and it's free, you can do so at patreon.com slash grumpy SEO guy. And I will talk to you later. You're listening to Grumpy SEO Guy, the SEO podcast that doesn't waste your time with nonsense that doesn't work. Join us next Wednesday when we talk about a new kind of negative SEO and answers to questions that people have been asking me.